everyone. I am Zubda Zia from Pakistan. Welcome to our podcast where we will be discussing the 3 Ps of sustainability. Today's podcast is brought to you under the aegis of Susi Scholars Program 2023. The study of the US Institutes is a program of the US Department of State with funding provided by the US government and is administered by the Institute for Training and Development. Friends, as you all know, we are living in uncertain times, confronted with monumental challenges such as inequality, climate change, depletion of resources, hunger and starvation, and abject poverty. Extreme situations require extreme measures. Hence, it is imperative that we as a global community start rethinking our consumption, production, and behavioral patterns to unleash the synergy between people, profit, and planet. the three core factors of the triple bottom line approach in today's podcast we will bring to you the views of four scholars who hail from different parts of the world but face the same challenges if i may start with dr mohammad hanif from uae sir please share your views on how poverty hunger and lack of sanitation facilities adversely affect profit people and the planet thank you very much Poverty is a deprivation of basic human needs. Direct consequences of poverty appear in the form of hunger and poor health of masses. According to UN estimate, 1 in 10 people are suffering from hunger while 1 in 3 is unable to eat adequate food. Close to 150 children of age under 5 years suffering from stunting. While pandemic led to disruption of food supply chain resulting in inflation, Russia-Ukraine conflict further escalated hunger in world's poorest people because Russia-Ukraine supply 30% of wheat, 20% of maize and 80% of sunflower seed products in global exports. Covid pandemic felt worldwide with damaging consequences in economics as well as in healthcare according to an estimate more than 500 million people infected which led to 15 million reported deaths in addition disruption in essential services and loss of lives of above 100000 frontline trained healthcare workers resulted increased depression increase in death by malaria and tuberculosis decrease in immunization coverage and life expectancy close to 23 million children missed the basic vaccine in 2020 now as a member of global human society we cannot be spectator to watch the suffering of fellow human being we cannot and should not look towards solutions and actions taken by respective governments and global institutions alone we need to act and we need to act now We call on every individual member of civil society globally especially you our esteemed listeners to contribute for eradication of poverty hunger and poor health in your individual capacity for sustainability of the world and future generations please consider an individual or a family to pair with the form of food and garment supply payment of educational and health related expenses we ask you with humility and humbleness to consider eradication of food as well as garments wastage at your home and while placing order at an outlet money saved from buying wasted food portion and occasionally used garments may be directed towards welfare of people living below poverty line around you additionally select at least one individual from poverty ridden group for mentoring and inculcate required knowledge and skill aimed at successful career The best way to serve an individual is to teach catching fish then entertaining him by sharing your catch.
We have with us Dr. Yen from Tanchao University, Vietnam. Dr. Yen, in your view, how important is gender equality for sustainability? Thank you, Zubta. Gender equality along with empowerment of women and girls is not only fundamental for upholding human rights, but also a crucial factor for achieving effective and sustainable development outcomes. The 2013 Agenda for Sustainable Development is also stated that there can be no sustainable development without gender equality. However, in reality, gender inequality pervades all aspects of sustainable development. It hinders economic growth by limiting women's access to education, employment, and resources. Gender-based violence and discrimination undermine well-being and health outcomes. According to the United Nations Women, globally over 330 million women and girls live in extreme poverty. And millions lack access to equality, education, violence against women, prevalent and significant insecurity reported by women in two-thirds of countries. Over a third of women worldwide experience physical or sexual violence. Child marriage remains a widespread issue affecting 15 million girls annually, resulting in school dropout, limited economic opportunities and early childbirth. It is stated that gender equality cut across 17 sustainable development goals. So, it is very important to improve gender equality for sustainable development and it requires a comprehensive and multifaceted approach. These include reducing socialization of girls and boys into traditional gender roles, raising public awareness of the consequences of sexual assault and harassment, enforcing laws against gender-based employment discrimination, promoting mentorship programs to increase women's representation in traditionally male-dominated occupation and political leadership position. By implementing this solution, we can make significant strides towards achieving gender equality, creating a more inclusive and sustainable society for all. Thank you. Moving on to Dr. Shamantha from South Africa, if I may ask you to throw some light on how entrepreneurs could rethink their business strategies to ensure that their employees get decent work leading to sustainable development. Absolutely, thank you. The Sustainable Development Goal 8 focuses on the promotion of inclusive and sustainable economic growth and decent work for all. As nations grow and the world becomes more digital, this goal becomes important, especially from a youth entrepreneur perspective. To achieve this goal, lessons can be learned from youth entrepreneurs in Africa. Youth entrepreneurs in Africa are beginning to align their thinking with SDG 8 by embracing a triple bottom line approach, moving their thinking beyond a singular focus of profit to include social and environmental considerations in business decision-making. They are paying attention to fair and inclusive employment practices by attempting to ensure equal opportunities in the workplace, which ultimately results in the creation of an environment that attracts and retains a talented and diverse workforce. Youth entrepreneurs in Africa are also beginning to encourage work-life balance through the promotion of employee wellness programs and employment engagement through open communication and collaboration. This makes employees feel valued. 
Another lesson that these entrepreneurs share with us is their enthusiasm to invest in skills development and lifelong learning by offering training programs and mentorship opportunities. It is clear that these entrepreneurs are beginning to adopt and engage in sustainable practices by integrating such principles into business operations and supply chains. By rethinking business strategies with a focus on decent work and sustainable development, youth entrepreneurs around the world can create positive impacts not only within their organizations but also in the broader society. The integration of social and environmental considerations into business operations leads to not only long-term success and employee satisfaction but contributes to the achievement of a sustainable cohort of profit, people and planet. Thank you so much Dr. Chamantha. Let's move on to Mr. Gabbar from Turkmenistan. Mr. Gabbar, SDG 12 highlights the significance of responsible consumption and production. Please share your views about what do we people need to do to ensure responsible consumption. As is known, sustainable development goals are directed at creating a more prosperous world, which requires from all of us to be more environmentally friendly and ecologically well cultured. There are challenges that the world faces today, such as climate change, water scarcity, fire trillion, single-use plastic bags that are thrown away each year, along other issues which are clearly highlighted in the UN reports. Of course, international organizations, primarily UN and governments of the world countries, implement scaled activities in this regard. For example, thousands of policies and implementation activities, national climate adaptation plans can be cited as examples. And I would like to cite a clear example from Turkmenistan. In June 2023, Grand Smart City, Arkada, which includes more than 330 modern buildings occupying 1,000 hectares, was opened, where only environmentally friendly transportation uh, operates and home management is regulated by green technologies. Also, much depends on us, our ecological culture and our sustainable citizenship. We must be sustainable citizens, taking into account that we all only have one common home called the Earth, and it is without boundaries in terms of environment. We are inextricably connected to each other and the world around us. So, here are some suggestions how we can be sustainable citizens. First, stop using plastic. Plastic creates harmful toxins and can cause cancer. Ask questions, do I need it? or do I want it, and reduce purchasing unnecessary items. Consume responsibly, as 30% of products produced are wasted. Do not forget, everything is finite. In that regard, use natural resources rationally. Turn the faucet off while you brush or shave. Recycle. Reduce energy consumption by applying energy-efficient appliances. Do not forget, sustainable living means understanding how our lifestyle choices impact the world around us. To round it all off, I urge the listeners, the youth in particular, to be the agents of change. Let us not wait for states and governments to take action. Let us start on our individual levels, because if we care for our future generations, we have to act now. May God bless you all.